Yes, I do. What are we smoking? I guess I know. Oh, I know what we're smoking. You do, but you didn't Google it. No, I didn't Google it, and hopefully we can find it. It's called Kush Wreck. Oh, Kush Wreck. I thought it was Hash Wrecked. Close. It's right here. Okay. I heard that ding in here, too, with the register. Sorry about that. That's mm. probably just going to happen because of my iPod. Or my nice. iPad. Mm. Oh, I was, it's fine. It's just going to be funny. <laughs> I even found It's going to be funny because the people listening to us are going to be like, What is this thing? My phone's going off. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't even... What website is this? This says not real. This was seriously, like, literally that one. Oh, it was? Information and... Then nothing was on it. Oh. Kush wrecked. OG Kush and train wreck. Oh, yes. Train wreck, I feel like, is a good, um... I think train wreck is a good mixy. Well, and that's why I was surprised theirs is labeled Indica, but other Kush wrecked... I've seen other Kush Rec that is. Well, this also says that it's OG hybrid. Kush. It's OG Kush and Train Rack, and so it does say Sativa Hybrid. I had to log in and tell them I was over 21. <laughs> A potent Sativa dominant strain with powerful cerebral effects. A mix of OG Kush and Train Rack. Aroma of rose petals, lemon zest, and sage. Treats chronic pain, clinical depression, anxiety. Wah, wah, wah. This is making some ridiculous medical claims. This strain may be used as a natural substitute for immunosuppressives and immunomodulators. Muscle relaxants, antispasmatics. The strain climbs to the head, then settles calmly like a floating feather. Kushrek is an impenetrable serenity, which offers a tranquil state of balance. Okay. Sounds good. That does sound good. Sounds... I can't complain. Great. Uh, I rolled the joint, and... Oh, yeah, we what put was some the... hash on the outside. We put some Marionberry Kush hash on the yes. outside. Yeah, some BHO. Some diamonds. That's delicious. Crystals. Some diamonds. Whatever they were. I'm gonna light it. Light it. We're ready. Um, I wanted to, we have a good podcast for you guys today. So um, uh, for the year-end wrap-ups, I was really disappointed that there were none. There were no year-end wrap-ups on TV. Aww. I ended up watching CBC for a long time because they had more like funny stuff on, like funny year-end. But nothing... Nothing for us? No, but nothing for us. And that Sorry, made me Sorry, I didn't really light miss. it very good because I didn't want to lose all the oil for nope. you. I got you. <laughs> oh. It's okay. That's how it goes with this. With when you smoke the oil, sometimes you just have to let it burn like this a minute. Put too much oil on top. It's like blocking it. 
Well, we'll smoke Most eventually. Surgery, yeah. So what is our countdown going to oh, yeah. be tonight, Lynn? So our countdown, I actually want to talk, oh, sorry, I actually want to talk about something kind of random on the side first, but okay. yeah, our countdown do- is going to be, because there was nothing, and so I wanted, we wanted to do our personal favorite albums of all time. Top five. Top five was some honorable mentions. Some honorable like, mentions. I have a list of like 20, and I'm just going to see how the cookie crumbles as we're discussing things. Also, this is going to be fun. We are excited because Lindsay and I do have pretty different tastes. I think yeah. that. No, we totally gonna we have, totally have very different, different lists. We already talked about one of them, and I t- said gross. Well, one of so, that wasn't on my no, list. That was an honorable mention. That was mention. an honorable mention, but that just shows you how it will be as it goes. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you about was, did you hear um, the other week the FDA ruled that CBD is now a pharmaceutical and there nobody is allowed to use it and stuff anymore no I didn't hear that so well that's why I'm asking you because it always makes me wonder like when I read things like that it seems like it has no impact on the cannabis market and when I read something like that I feel like something like that should have a huge impact on the cannabis market because this isn't like this isn't like what's been going on this is the FDA saying we use this in medicine so like you can't be putting it in things it's like the equivalent of just like putting oxycontins in things willy-nilly or fentanyl in things willy-nilly and like People don't do that. Like, they have a lot of regulations on a lot of stuff that that doesn't happen. Unfortunately, CBD can be used for so many more things than pharmaceutically, too, though, I feel like. Well, deep down, it's all pharmaceutical. Well, Well, right, 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 right. But, I mean, I also was going to say I wonder if they're referring to hemp-derived CBD. They're not. It's all CBD. So the thing then is... Then why wouldn't that be affecting our I don't know. Retailers? That's why I was asking you, because I wanted to see if it was impact, impacting you at all, or, like, what you were... What was available to you, or, like, if people were concerned about that, because... So the FDA approved this. Um, it's cannabis-derived CBD. And so they probably use, like, Charlotte's Web or something, one of those really high CBD, low mm-hmm. THC strains. And... They have this new product called a Pediolex that is just CBD, and it's for kids with seizures. Mm-hmm. And it is, and so like my first question in this whole thing was, are you using synthetic CBD? And just like saying that, because I don't have any faith in the FDA, and I think right. they have ulterior motives totally. all the time. That's my conspiracy theory. I think absolutely everyone fucking Washington gets paid, and it does. Nobody cares about our well-being whatsoever, really. It's just what whoever pays you wants. Mm. Yeah. I agree. But they actually do use cannabis-derived CBD, and not even the hemp-derived CBD. And 
Well, then I also wonder if it has something to do with the fact that we do serve medical marijuana patients. Yeah, but it's not a prescription. It's still, like, not a prescription. Well, it's technically advised by their doctor. Their doctor's not writing exactly what they're purchasing from me, but they're prescribing to them that they can go get their medicine from me. Mm. Because they have to come in with an official, there's, like, a specific authorized form that Mm. the their physician has to fill out and there has to be like all this specific I have to know the location of where their doctor is, their doctor's name and their doctor's number Okay. like all this has to be so in so a way kind of at like least the medical patients not mm-hmm. our re- not the recreational but the mm-hmm. medical patients are still Just... technically coming in for a medicinal purpose mm-hmm. if they're if they've gone to the extent of Mm-hmm. going to their doctor, getting that form, and coming yeah. to get their card. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, I can see where that would be okay, but that Me could too. still affect us. That could still change how we're selling CBD right now. If this is really going to affect our industry, they could say, well, only medical patients can come in yeah. and buy that CBD product. And that's fucking bullshit, if you ask me, because I don't have a severe medical ailment personally. I don't. Ha- I'm not like aches and pains and need it for those reasons. I have some anxiety and I don't, I still don't like just smoke CBD for anxiety, but I like mm-hmm. to have it in my THC strains. Like I like to have those blended mm-hmm. things. I like both. Mm-hmm. Did you? So that's not fair. <laughs> um, no. And I honestly, I don't like, I, I think it's dumb, but I think from like a legal person, like looking at this purely from a legal perspective and like purely what I know about the FDA. Or, and, like, how that works coming from pharmaceuticals. Like, this really seems like it's something that, like, people should be mildly concerned about. Because if you don't want the, don't want the wrath of anybody, it's the fucking FDA. Yeah. And so they will just come and fucking shut you down in one second. They don't even care. And, like, they don't <coughs> care if you're doing anything wrong. I mean, I guess the people in this state don't either. But, it, but like... I and I haven't heard anything about it. It was this yeah, huge press release from the FDA last week. Like CBD, you are no longer allowed to sell CBD shit because we are using it as a pharmaceutical, which makes sense to me. Yeah. But like, it's also dumb. And like, are they just doing that? And then like, deep down, I'm like, this is a tobacco lobby. And like, I can't, I can't help but. Think I mean, about, this like, is where my mind goes down, with all that, though. Lobby. Like, how can they act? Like, I I get that they can actually do that. But, I mean, you've got Kale now, who has her CBD hair care line. You've got... Those are the ones who they're most... Who it's going to impact the most, because they're crossing state lines, and so they have to abide by federal laws, actually. And that... But that's all hemp-derived. It doesn't... They are not discriminating. They are all CBD. It doesn't matter if it comes from plants. It doesn't matter if it's in crystal form. All CBD is now... All high CBD, things. but that's what I'm Anything saying though. CBD so how are they going to actually do that when there's already products on the market using CBD in them? There's makeup lines now that are using it. Oh, I know. There's... I think they're gonna fucking shut them down. I think if the FDA is serious about this, I think all these people are gonna get shut down. Cause I know they do. They can ship CBD products across state lines. You can ship CBD cartridges that have hemp CBD in them across state lines. Yeah, like, yeah. And you can buy them at the grocery store. Yeah, so that's why I'm wondering if it's store. like. 
you can no longer go just to the grocery store and pick up your CBD, whatever, whatever. Well, what I don't it's know. supposed to be more prescription-based or something, but... The, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it'll I, be I really, interesting, definitely, to see what happens moving forward, regardless. Yeah. I just literally have heard nothing about it, and I feel like if they were going to go to the extent of... Or, like, if this oh, is really happening yeah. in that extent, then I feel like we have a lot of processors right now freaking the fuck out. I, well, and that's why... Because <laughs> that's, like, what I'm their whole line is based on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Well, and that's why I'm shocked, because... I think more people should be panicked. I thought more people should have been panicked when they took the a bunch of terpenes off the generally recognized as safe list, and, like, nobody seems to care about that. I just bought something that has straight-up mercine in it as a flavor, and, like, that just got taken off the list. And, like, it is so shocking to me how they don't have to abide by these things, how nobody has to abide by these things. But is it because it's on a federal level versus a state level? So that's, I know the state does trump the federal to a certain extent, but like... Because since what we have in our state technically isn't federally legal, yeah. and it's federally illegal to take it out of our state. It wasn't a pharmaceutical, though. Like, I think that's where this, that's where this is a completely different situation, as the FDA has now, before, it was oh, nothing. I get, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. even want you to have it. Like, it was the worst thing you could ever have. And now it's a pharmaceutical, and so now it's almost, like, worse that you're using this pharmaceutical as a, from a legal perspective. Right. It's almost worse that you're using now this pharmaceutical in your products than it was using an entirely illegal plant because your state said it's fine. Like, it's right. a completely different situation with that definition added. Totally. I know. That's why I'm, like, my mind's kind of warping in different ways around the topic because I'm like, well, maybe this or maybe that or maybe this will happen. I don't know. I know. Well, I'm like, maybe nothing will happen. Maybe the state trumps it. Like, I mean, we're a f- an inch away from legalizing weed in this country anyway. Which, so, again, like, honestly, really... to me, is scary, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as much as being federally illegal still is difficult in some ways, the idea of it being in the arms of the feds at all. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I know they're I mean, ruin it's just, it. I it's mean, just I'm all going that. downhill. Well, and it's interesting. Me and Elliot were just talking about cigarettes yesterday. Mm-hmm. She was asking me about that pack of cigarettes you bought me that said oh, that yeah. smoking kills you or whatever mm-hmm. on it. Like, big, bold letters, because you bought them in Egypt. And yeah. in all the other countries, they're like, big, bold letters on their packaging. Canada's, I know, are that way, too. Yep. Yeah. Of those black lungs. And Elliot's like, well why would a company want to do that? Because then people aren't going to want to buy their products. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Child, let me tell you a little bit about the history of cigarettes. <laughs> and then that's when I explained to her, like, <coughs> tobacco is a natural plant, but these companies bought it and they mix it with chemicals to make them addictive, to make it addictive to us. <coughs> and that is what's killing us. <laughs> and... After, you know, it used to not be what it is now. Like, even when I was in high school, you could still sit in the smoking section at Denny's. Yeah, totally. You know, like, it's extreme this now. has all gotten extreme just in the last but two do, decades. But in other countries, they let you smoke 
everywhere and everybody is smoking everywhere and us in the united states they like don't even well and i was telling her though that the reason they put that on their packaging and the reason it doesn't stop people is because people got addicted and they're gonna buy them anyways but legally they have to put that on their packaging because now you're buying it knowing Mm -mm. the consequences and you can't go sue the company because i died Mm-mm. smoking your cigarettes because they told me and mm-hmm. I bought them anyways. Yeah. Where's all that music coming from? I don't hear any music. You don't hear that? The bass? It's like hella loud on my phones. There's bass coming through my headphones. They're right totally, now. I hear it. It's boom. Yeah. We just got a microphone and it's a whole new world for us, guys. We're like podcast official and we're like, where are all these sounds coming from? And I live in apartments, so I mean, this couldn't be a worse place to do it, but that's okay. That's what makes me wonder like, is my. Like, are we hearing the bass through the floor? No, someone's playing music. Somebody's totally playing music. I don't know what to say about that. I totally hear it, though. You guys are going to hear it, too, I'm sure. Turn it up real loud. (laughs) Turn it up real loud. That's so funny. I feel like we... Can we not hear it if our headphones are off? I can't. I couldn't hear it. I don't hear music. Yeah, I only hear it in the headphones. Me, too. Well, I wonder if, like, I wonder if it is there. It's, like, like, reverberating through the table. Anyways. Uh. But yeah, this is our new podcast excursion because Lindsay's awesome husband bought her a fucking gorgeous microphone for us to use. Yeah, he did. And it has zero lag time. Um, What is that? Headphones? Zero lag time headphones. (laughs) And so we're even listening to ourselves in real time so that we can monitor our volume and stuff. Yeah. It's new, it's different, but we're yeah. hearing the sounds through the floor, so. Yeah, which is weird, actually. <laughs> I actually kind of like being in, like, <laughs> podcast, this is, like, podcast land. You can't really yes. hear anything, but, like, you can also hear everything. Yeah. It just, like, sounds so different. It's crazy. Um... I think I had something else random to talk about, but before we started our list, but I kind of probably forgot. I was going to say, did you make any notes about that? No, No, that was was just just something something. I was, yeah, I was just, I was talking about it to somebody today and they hadn't heard about it and they make CBD products and so I just wanted to know if people knew yeah yeah (laughs) apparently not (laughs) nobody knows no nobody knows it's fine it's fine don't tell them don't tell you i didn't warn you though don't tell you i didn't warn you (laughs) whatever um, oh no! Oh wait, I remember. This the is a other good joint. I like it. I, was gonna, I like this too. It's fucking Mary and Barry Kush, man. Every time. All I of it. Well, Mary and Barry Kush has Space Queen in it. Oh, 
Did you okay. know that? No, I didn't. That doesn't oh. even make sense. Barb, why would you call no? Marion Barry Cush? I don't know what else it's crossed with. I'm forgetting right now. I can't trust anything. I feel Probably like because the Space Queen and this awesome. other thing makes it taste sweet. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why they come up with the names, Lynn. I've always wanted to be... I think that there should be someone that has to smoke the strains and name them. Like, who's the one that gets to come up with these names? And why do they come up with some of these names? I could come up with so many better names. I yeah. love names. I love naming shit. That sounds and, really weird, but I um, do. <laughs> well, I'm like... Even you think of the, and you can do something like, you know, just mash two of them together, right? Right. <coughs> like even that Kush wrecked, right? Like once it was train wreck, I was like, oh yeah. And like one of my other favorite train. <coughs> Sorry. Is that a time wreck? Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know see it very often. No, there, I've only. I, it used to be around more in Oregon up here um but my favorite is smoking the time wreck mixed with some amnesia mm. and then it just makes you feel like you're just losing time <laughs> I, I call it space travel <laughs> you just like lose time <coughs> oh but uh, so uh, the other thing I was going to say before we start our lists <coughs> is that Oh, they just did this really big CBD study in the Netherlands with, like, 2,000 people, Mm -hmm. which is a really big study. A lot of the studies I read about have, um, honestly, I've read some studies that they published that, like, started with 14 people, and then, like, seven people got stomach aches, and so they discontinued the thing, and out of seven people, like three of them it helped like 85% and like four of them it helped like 20% and they concluded that it was a success yeah which like is to me I'm like that's not even a very big sample size like yeah that's just shit luck that this happened like this honestly and considering like half the people and this is specifically about cannabinoid studies just because it's hard to do them but I try to keep up on them like, starting out with 14 people is pretty whack, and then, like, losing half of them and continuing on with your study is, like, pretty whack. Yeah. Yeah, this is picking is up so much noise, and I live by the airport. <laughs> this is going to be a crazy podcast, guys. This We're definitely going to need a sheet. We're going to definitely need to make a four <laughs> next time. Um <clears throat> Anyway, so the Netherlands did this huge study specifically about CBD and pain relief. And so they got 2,000 people, and they had a great, they had like 1,900 turnout, like, end up with the study. So it was actually <clears throat> pretty substantial thing, except yeah. that it was only in the Netherlands, I guess. Um, but they did, <coughs> they gave people all CBD, all THC. And then a mixture of CBD to THC, and then they pricked people on the fingers uh-huh. to see like analgesic effects of the compounds. And um, all THC had the most pain relieving properties, 
and the all CBD had the least pain relieving properties and actually the CBD mixed with the THC rendered the THC's pain relieving properties useless. Really? Yeah. And it's actually... Well, CBD does cancel out THC though. Yeah. But interesting. And that's why I'm... This is specifically about pain relief. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I like, yeah. specified because there's so many different ailments that you could talk about different things like this with. Right? Totally. Um, but it's interesting that just THC. Yeah. Pretty much. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's just the opposite of everything you hear about stuff. That also makes sense. It does make Probably sense. Probably, like, desensitize it. I mean, it does desensitize you to a certain extent, right? Yeah. So, like, you take it pricked on the fingers a little bit more. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, I've always at least been a firm believer that they kind of hold hands like we've talked about this like Mm -hmm. even if it was just a little THC oh we were just talking about the THC oh yeah yeah I used to think that they you know I used to feel like they did boost each other I felt like CBD is not going to do much on its own Mm -hmm. I definitely that's why like when people even come in talking about Mm -hmm. do you have the hemp derived CBD or you know they're looking for the shit that you can buy in the stores and Mm -hmm. I'm like no and honestly like it's not going to be as effective Mm -hmm. it's just not but it's working for someone whether it's a little bit placebo effect whether Mm -hmm. it's like a little bit working and a little placebo like it's working for someone out there like they people are using it and Mm -hmm. thinking it's working and maybe CBD is just better for our psyche than it is our pain yeah. I wonder. Because they do suggest that THC, in in the things I've read, they do suggest that that spikes anxiety. It can, mm. if it's too high of a THC or something, you know? Mm. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's psychoactive, so it's, mm. it's messing with your psyche. Whether it's bringing you up or bringing you down, it is... Yeah, for sure. Messing with it's your messing head with as your opposed physiology, to... your physiology, yeah. literally. <clears throat> Yeah. But yeah. Ponder yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I believe <laughs> the same thing about the CBD and the THC. It's just interesting that, like, this study is the exact opposite of everything yeah. you hear about yeah. all the time. Even though I totally believe, like, I have, a, I have like, I have my kitty CBD and, um, and I smoke CBD sometimes for certain issues. Okay, guys, we're back. We just got cushracked. <laughs> I got distracted by some stuff for a little bit. Yeah. So, but we're gonna be, get back and talk about our top five album lists. Do you think we should start with five, or do you think we should start with some honorable mentions? Um, I would like to start with the list because I feel like my honorable mentions. I was gonna just kind of talk, add in throughout. Okay. Or, I'm I mean, down. we could wait till the end. I'm down with either of them. Let's just go. Let's start the list. Let's start at, like, five. Oh, we're start. I don't have an order. Oh, I don't have an order. <laughs> I could I could barely <laughs> fit five into this list because there's so many. And Dude, then I, I, I there was no pages. way I was going to have an order. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and this is I, top I five albums of all time to us. Yeah. This so. is the personal, like, it can be musical, it can be you have the best memory ever from that, like, whatever. Right. It doesn't matter. Okay, 
from the bog. Um, oh, so one of them that I really think you're gonna agree on me with is Country Grammar by Nelly. <laughs> I mean, definitely a great album. I would not put it on my top five. I have too many good albums. Okay. See, no, like, but see, I this is where this is why I couldn't wait to hear forever. yours because mine. You're not even gonna probably know most of the albums on my list. I know. I listen. <laughs> I actually, I fucking spent an hour today talking to Tom and Akash and finding their points of view and like googling things that they told me because I think they're things you might say. Probably. I mean, I'd love to hear what Tom and Akash had to say too. I wrote, I wrote they should have been down. here. I wrote some of them down. For a discussion. Nice, nice. Go, we'll throw so. them in after our honorable mentions. Yeah, totally. All right. Did you want... Oh, Country Grammar. Yeah. I love it. I have so many great memories with this Country Grammar as I think as a budding tween. Yeah. Wow. It's just like... I could listen to that whole CD on yeah, repeat, like, true. over and over and over again. And, like, I would probably only fast-forward E.I. Under the mama E.I. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't a, even skip that one, but... I'm more of a St. Lunatic, so I'm like, you can find me, St. Louis. Yes! Yeah. Um, I liked... Air Force One. Oh my, that wasn't even on the album, but that's probably my favorite. Nelly it's not? Song. No way. Air it's Force One was later than that, yeah. <sighs> there was good Country ones on that album, sorry. There was good um, ones on that album. What's the, what's the, there's another that's song on song. Country Grammar that I love, and I can't remember the Batter name. Batter Up. Ooh, Batter Ride Up. Ride With Me. Ride Me, Smoke No, no, no. I mean, yeah, we all know that one. Yeah. Country Grammar. So good. That was a good one, Linz. I'm I glad know. you picked that. I know. And that was totally... I picked there were mine... Like three of these that I had no question about. A lot of mine I had to think about a little harder because I had so many that the ones that I really narrowed down I felt like would grow with me. Where like okay. I've gone through so many phases of music throughout my life that... Some stuff I still love and have, like, a connection to, but I don't listen to it on the regular. Like, mm-hmm. such as Nelly. Mm-hmm. I just don't listen to it on the regular. Because mm-hmm. there's so much other music. There's just so much... I don't know. I just go in and out of phases. Mm-hmm. So. Not totally. That's where just our like lists everybody. will be. That's why I feel like they're just going to be so different. I and I'm probably going to... What's up? What's one of yours? Okay, the first one I'm going... I'm just going to read them in the order I wrote them. Oh, okay. So, I'm going with Nirvana Unplugged, specifically mm. the Unplugged, because it's raw and it's beautiful, and, like, Kurt Cobain's voice in that is... It's not bogged down by the music, you know? Mm. And I just love it so much. It's so beautiful. I can listen to it on repeat over and over again. Wow. Still... And there's, I don't know, there's just like a really unique mix of songs on it. Yeah, it was someone else's album. <laughs> well, Nirvana Unplugged is, it's just Nirvana, but. Well, they sang somebody else's songs. Like... Yes. Some of them, not all of them. But yeah, there's like 
the like most well known song. David Bowie, Man Who Sold the World. And then there's one I forget the <laughs> Mine's something else like Meat Puppets. It's man. the Meat Puppets. Okay. And it's um it's Where Did You Sleep Last Night? And it's so good. <laughs> that's one of the best songs on the album. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's the one I was thinking it's of. It's so, so good. I mean, I can't pick a favorite because <laughs> I just I just listen to it from beginning to end. And I am not someone that likes live albums. Mm-hmm. And like I like Nirvana and I love Kurt Cobain, <laughs> but Nirvana is just like it's so grungy and like it's just not something I listen to often anymore. Mm-hmm. Unplugged, I can do that any day, all day. So good. I wonder if you, I mean, I know people really like Nirvana a lot. I wonder if you really like Nirvana because they're like hometown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it's like I said, I'm I'm like less into Nirvana, Mm -hmm. like their regular music, and just more into this album. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just really into Kurt Cobain. (laughs) I love Kurt. He was a tortured soul. Um, can you hear yeah. Elliot singing? Sorry, I just I can hear something on the microphone. It was Elliot singing. So, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that was really I um. Yeah, I don't know. I just think <coughs> maybe it has to do with my fascination with true crime too, because mm. I'm just fascinated by that story. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about albums. So we're not going to get into that story. No, we're not. <laughs> What's another one of yours, Lynn's? I accused somebody of sounding like Courtney Love, or someone was listening to some music, and I was like, that sounds like Courtney Love from <clears throat> The Whole Days, and they were offended, because I guess it was a guy that I was listening to the whole time, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I didn't know. This is where music is. Funny thing it. is... Hole was on my list. Nice. Celebrity, Celebrity skin. skin. <clears throat> because that one, my dad had that one, and I was like, just mm-hmm. again, I a young tween. Album. And it's yeah. so good. It's still so good. Mm-hmm. But I had to make room for some different stuff. Like, I kept it on there. <laughs> and so then I was like, about. okay. Yeah, it was notable. Mm-hmm. I got to speak, I got to bring it up. Yeah, see. I Those still listen to that album beginning to end mm-hmm. to this day. Sometimes I'm just in the mood. Mm-hmm. Love it. No, I love it. Because I like, I don't like all the produced music and stuff, really. So <laughs> that's why all my, <clears throat> all my stuff is really pretty old, actually. That was one of the reasons I was, I had conversations with, like, other people. Because I was like, I don't think I've listened to music <laughs> for, like, a long time. I was even having That's okay, though. With, like, albums in the 90s, because even, like, when CDs first started coming out, we could burn CDs, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I I didn't really have CDs. I still have a ton of my burned CDs. And, like, <laughs> I will still, like, hear a song and think that some other song comes right after it. That's oh. super random, because that was on my burned the CDs. The yeah. yeah. And so, like, I had, I don't think I had any... I like nothing from like the nineties and two thousands because I feel like I really you just, just listen to burn CDs. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it's a lot of like really old. That's okay though, I'm stoked. What do you got? Um <sighs> well, one of the unanimous 
ones from everybody that I talked to was Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, which I thought was really cliche until I started thinking about it, and then I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, It makes sense. And I found out that... Uh, the album actually is supposed to represent the stages of human life. Interesting. It, well, it and that's why that in. can always be upheld as one of the top mm-hmm. albums because it's not, you're not just like listening to Britney Spears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has some kind of meaning and you can kind of, there's something in it for everyone. Yeah. No, for sure. It was, and there's so many, there's, like, money, that's just, which signifies, like, the need for the greed, mm-hmm. or it mocks, actually, it doesn't signify the need, but it mocks, like, greed and, um, uh, the Breathe song. Yeah, I love that song. That is supposed to represent, uh, <clears throat> oh, man, I remember the wrote They put it really I didn't actually know that about the Dark Side of the Moon um, either. Yeah, it ends, it begins, Dark Side of the Moon begins and ends with a heartbeat, which I actually yeah. already, always knew. Yeah, that was like the moment that I had too. I was like, it totally does, but like I didn't realize yeah. that. My right? experience, you want to, I have, when me and my best friend Ashley took a train down to, sit, where did we go? We took a train down to Sacramento. To go stay with her grandpa in Grass Valley, which is just outside of Sacramento. It's nicer than Sacramento. (laughs) Sorry. But we went there because he bought her a car for her 16th birthday, and then her dad flew down, and we drove the car up with him. Mm -hmm. And I remember in the back seat of the car with my disc man, disc man, guys, not iPad. Those didn't even exist. Mm -hmm. Um, But I listened to Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon on repeat and I fell asleep so I like fell asleep and woke up on the same song. Oh my god. It was just so crazy. But wow. I just rem- I just have like vivid memories of that trip and that album together mm-hmm. very much. Nice. See, that's perfect. I knew it was going to be a good one to pick. It's a great one. Um, that's why yours are going to be better than mine cuz then we can both relate to that. <laughs> uh Oh, the, that Breathe song that I was going to say, it stresses the mundane and futile elements of life. Like, just breathing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the song Don't Be Afraid to Care is about the, important of, the importance of living one's own life instead of somebody else's. It's just, I, I never even, I mean, I always liked that album, but yeah. I never really thought about it like this, and I was like, it was, I was reading an interview with one of the guys. Oh, really? And he said that, yeah, he said they, it was a whole thing about how they made it, I don't really remember most of it, because I had, I got found what I needed to yeah. in the first half, but it probably would have been really interesting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was interesting enough. For me. I probably still have it on this computer on this computer somewhere. <clears throat> Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and share my next favorite album and it's something that's really new and that I didn't pick a ton of really new stuff. I think I picked one somewhat new thing. 
but it's Glass Animals album Zaba or Zaba or Zaba. I don't know how you pronounce it. Z-A-B-A. Okay. And it's like kind of, it's not really electronic. Like it's not, I would not describe it electronic, but it's not really rock. It's somewhere, it's just kind of that like mellow moving kind of sounding music. <coughs> I'm sure it fits somewhere in between rock and pop but I wouldn't lump it into either of those categories, really. Anyways, the reason I love it so much is because I have listened to that album probably more than any other album in the last four years, and it never gets old, and no matter if I'm happy or sad or if I'm, like, sitting in a room with friends or if I'm by myself, like, it's always perfect from beginning to end. I didn't even know the names of the titles of the songs for a long time because I would just listen to it fluidly, so it was just like, oh, that song, that comes after that song. It wasn't like, oh, I love this song. It's like, no, I just love this album. So I had to add it. I debated it for a long time because I was like, there's so many more. But I just always go back to Glass Animals, like, no matter where I'm at. At work, oh, can't pick something to listen to? Glass Animals. (laughs) It's a good one. I think even you'd like it. It's like, it's, it's good. I think it's for everybody, honestly. That's one of the reasons I love it, too. Like, literally everybody can listen to it. Mm-hmm. I have never, I've never even heard of Glass Animals except from you. I feel like I tried to listen to a couple of their songs one day so that I knew and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, you listen to, like, sad music like Tom. I'm not into it, but, like, I can appreciate that you strongly about it so god damn it Linz I wish Tom was here for this one at least it's all sad because then I can relate to yours but then you can't relate to mine I'm yeah which by the way guys we're gonna make a playlist for you on iTunes and on or Apple Music I should say I think and on Spotify Mm -hmm. so you can find that after the show and go listen to these top five albums that we picked. We'll and maybe some is. honorable mentions if they make the cut. <laughs> All right. What do you what what else you got, Linz? Um my other one that I had. So these were the three that I had no question about. Sublime Forty Ounces to Freedom. Okay. Is probably one of the best albums. I think that's something you could put on anywhere. Anytime, <laughs> and it would be great. I think you're right. I'm not really into Sublime. I'm like mm-hmm. the only person on earth, even as a small child, I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. But I remember it. That's the thing is like, I have vivid childhood memories of it. I know all the words. <laughs> I may not like it, but I know all the words. Yep. That's, and also, like, it is classic. Things, like Nirvana. You can admit the significance. Exactly. It is classic, and you can Mm -hmm. put it on anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, because who doesn't know the songs, Mm -hmm. you know? Everyone enjoys having it on, especially when you're with people. I mean, I like it with people. Mm -hmm. That's just not a band I listen to alone. Mm -hmm. It's because you like sad music. (laughs) (laughs) I don't just listen to sad music. If you think about it, you'll never be able to get that out of your head now, if you think about it like that. What? The sad, whole my comment about the sad music. 
Oh no! I, I mean, I already know I listen to sad music, music but I don't yeah. think I only listen to sad music. I listen to powerful music too. Oh okay. <laughs> we got two very strong emotions. <laughs> That's why I like music, Lens. That's what Tom told me too. Cause it moves me. I don't. I just it picks me up. It doesn't move me like that because I don't have emotions like most people. <laughs> and, like, I understand and acknowledge that. But, anyways, it's your turn. What do I have What's next? What's yours next? Um, next I'm going to pick, I guess I did pick a lot of new stuff, my bad. But, next though, I'm going to pick something old. And it was actually really hard for me. Really, really hard for me. And this actually would not make my top five but I felt like it kind of all worked together it's the Rolling Stones and it's their greatest hits album titled 40 Licks and it's two discs and it has literally every great Rolling Stones song and it's the album that like got me to listen to the rest of their music and now now I have a lot of favorite albums from Rolling Stones, and I just have to make one be the most noteworthy, and that's Sticky Fingers, because it has my all-time favorite song, Wild Horses. Do you know that song? Yeah, and it just proves my sad music. Shut the oh fuck God. up! <laughs> Sorry. And then there's Sway. Sway's a good song. It's a good one on the album. Not sad. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, and then there's the, uh, if you listen to Black and Blue, Black and Blue is an album that it, I would say, I mean, maybe it is more well-known, but it's not as well-known as, like, some of these other ones. But Black and Blue has more of these, like, upbeat, kind of fun-sounding songs, all right? <laughs> And that's why I really like that one, too. But anyways, I did go ahead and pick the 40 licks to make the cut because I just didn't want to make one choice between so many great albums. Mm -hmm. But the Rolling Stones had to be on my list. They had to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was, I spent probably like a half an hour last night trying to find the Grateful Dead album that I was going to choose and I decided Closing Winterland which is basically every song they've ever done and and the Grateful Dead is really hard too because they're a jam band right so like they have like live CDs and studio albums and like you don't really want the live CD version because like it's kind of weird and shitty sometimes Yeah, (laughs) yeah. and it's like And so I was just having a lot of problems, and I was just like, greatest hits, closing Winterland, mostly because it had, had all the good songs on it. Ramble on Rose. Nice. That was my selling point. That was the only one that had Ramble on Rose. Nice. <laughs> so I, I guess there are original songs. And that was your next one on your list? Um, it wasn't particularly, but it was, I was trying really hard to find a Grateful Dead album, because I knew you were going to come out with a Beatles or a Rolling Stones. I actually thought either of those, and then you came out with Rolling Stones Greatest Hits, and so I just thought it was appropriate to move (laughs) Grateful Dead Greatest Hits up to my, up my list. That's awesome. (laughs) 
But yeah, it was, but it was hard to, I wonder, did you run into that when you were thinking about the Stones or not really? It felt like they just had so many, like, weird albums. Yeah. And like, and there was, I was looking up, like, Motley Crue, and Motley Crue has, like, 35 greatest hits albums. Yeah, it's like, why does it need that many? Yeah. And same with the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Like, you, like, you only had six CDs, and you, now you have, like, 12 greatest hits albums. Yeah. <laughs> The Rolling Stones had more than six, which is yeah. why that made it also hard. But <laughs> yeah, well, Grateful Dead had like seventy-seven or something, Holy which mean like because they would just like go on tour all summer and like release a CD from like mm-hmm. every tour, and like that was only what I could find. It was, and that's I, so annoying. I know, and I tried to find the good Fish album, but like same thing, Fish is just a jam band, and they're just like, oh, this was our concert, and boohoo, Pennsylvania. Like, <laughs> you expect it to be good. I don't know. Boo-hoo. <laughs> That's how a Pennsylvania Turnpike makes me feel. Boo-hoo. <laughs> I can't relate. That's the worst. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, the Pennsylvania Turnpike or five for Seattle. <laughs> during Russia. Well, I can relate to five for Honestly. Seattle. Ugh. Ugh. Um, let's, do you want to cut to some notables? Yes. Real quick? Okay. Give me some. Okay. So, I have a lot of, do you just want me to read my whole list of notables? Oh, wait, I have one more. What? That is, that, no, wait. That's probably going to be my ultimate. Okay. My ultimate album. Are we okay. on number three right now? Because I have. I think so. Two left. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You I'm don't have to list them all you. off. You no. can just like list a few, and then we can come back to it. Okay. So I'm gonna list a few since we're on the oldies. Okay. Okay. Here. Um, I'll give you some of my oldies when you're done. Okay. So, the cars, the cars. Mm-hmm. That's the album title. Just the whole, I don't even, the, I don't even particularly really like any of the songs on that album, but just like front to back, just pop them in every once in a good time. Um, but that has, uh, the singer is Just What I Needed. You're just what I needed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, surprise. And then Get the Knack is also, I was really excited when I thought of that last night because the Knack are the best. Um, oh yeah, and then I was also, I was looking for some Led Zeppelin and I decided that there wasn't one Led Zeppelin yeah. album that I could decide on because... I looked at Led Zeppelin for like a split second and thought the same thing. I was like, I'm not yeah. even going to try here. Yeah. I too like, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, there's, like, some Led Zeppelin songs that I find unlistenable. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the CDs that were my finalists each had one unlistenable song <laughs> on it. And the Led Zeppelin songs that are unlistenable, I mean, obviously, I have my Grateful Dead on here, but, like, the songs that are unlistenable to me are, like, Black Dog yeah. and, like, The repetitive ones. Roll. Yeah. But, like, a 
I'll Baby, listen no, to it 25. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'll listen to 25 minutes of when the levee breaks. Yes. Like, um, that's like more my jam. I like going to California. Like that. That's actually my favorite. Mm. Do you know that one? Um, probably. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know a lot of the names of their yeah. titles. I actually had to Google it. Yeah. I even, I didn't know there was the song called The Misty Mountain Hop, and then I was like, this is my favorite Led Zeppelin song. I never knew it was called The Misty oh my Mountain gosh. Hop, right? That's Just awesome. like, I don't really know what their songs are called, but I know Black Dog and yeah, yeah, Rock and yeah. Well, Roll. who doesn't, though? We've all heard them a million I times. I know. Okay, those are all my old ones that were notable. Who are your my notable old ones were T-Rex, <laughs> Electric Warrior. Yes! 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 Thank I you! <laughs> I'm obsessed. And actually, it was hard because I couldn't pick between Electric Warrior and The Slider. Because they're both amazing. And those are my feel-good albums, Lynn's. Because I put the Beach Boys Pet Sounds, mm-hmm. which is... It's amazing. You have to admit it's an amazing album. But it's sad. It's tragic. It's a pretty tragic album, especially when you kind of know. Like, I watched that movie last year about oh, uh, yeah. Brian from the Beach Boys. And anyways, it's just mm-hmm. a sad story. I love the Beach Boys, though. I can't even be mad. I'm glad that they made it on this list. I can't even be mad. They're on my notable list. I'm That's sorry okay. they didn't make the top, okay. but they were so good. But I couldn't fit them all. I didn't even even start because I knew I only wanted, like, a Beach Boys Greatest Hits album or something. Well, Endless Summer is a runner-up. That's the good one. You have that one, and I I have that one, too. Um, I also have, and you probably won't agree with this one, but I also have Tom Waits. I don't even know what that is. Okay, well, he's, like, bluesy, and he sounds like really scruffy he mm. sounds like the cookie monster honestly and that sounds crazy but he does and he okay. has so 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 many albums and they're i don't know he just like tells a story in his music and i couldn't pick one album because there's just so 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 many mm-hmm. rain dogs rain dogs is notable if we're gonna just pick one but that's those are my those are my good old ones Nice. That made the top. Okay. I don't know what the Rain Dogs are. Can't well, the Rain Dogs is the Tom Waits album. Oh, okay. I thought that was something different. No, 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 no. It's it's okay. one of Tom Waits' albums. It's really good. Okay. Um, I don't know if you like it or not. I think you could actually like Tom Waits, some of it. I probably could. I mean, I like... I've listened to weird stuff, and I like jam bands, and so, like, all, like, blues and, like, stuff. Like, I, I put on polka albums. I really, like, <laughs> I don't really discriminate. That's awesome. I love it. Background. All right. So, I have two more on my list. Okay. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Are you ready, or do you only have one more? No. You, I you have, have two more? I'll have, yeah, I have two more. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't your ultimate, ultimate. No, my ultimate one is right here. I forgot about it already. Okay. <laughs> but I would have known once I switched the page. Okay, so let's hear your second to last. Um, My second to last one is Rancid and Out Came the Wolves. Nice. You had to know that was coming, though, because that's like... I didn't think about that. 
Man, that's seriously Ruby, one of the best songs. They, the whole thing. I work out to that like regularly. I actually am thinking about buying another album because um, I feel like I'm gonna wear this one out, <laughs> honestly, because I listen to it all the time when I work out because it just like really gets me going. And, nice. Like, yeah, of course. Just, it's rancid. Like, how yeah. could anyone listen to rancid and not just get going? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's awesome. That's, that was a good pick. Yeah. That's in Ruby Soho. And I love the roots, the radicals. Yes. That's the other really good one. Yep. They're, it's all good, though. And that's another CD that, like, I, I had to look up what the songs are called because I just put the album on and, like, play the whole thing. Yep. I don't even know what they're called, really. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, Ruby Soho, right? But, okay. All right. So, I couldn't do a top five album without putting Lana Del Rey on there. I knew it. So I knew it. I have Lana Del Rey's Honeymoon album, which is not her most recent, but it came out before her most recent. And it's sad and it's pretty, and that's why I like that one. (laughs) Um, And I love Lana. And I love all of her albums. So it was like, okay. I can't not put her on the list, but mm-hmm. I can pick one. And this is the one I feel like also, like, kind of will grow with me. Mm-hmm. The other ones put me in a time and a place in my life. And so sometimes I just don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love listening mm-hmm. to all of her music still. It's listenable still, but mm-hmm. I just think long term, mm-hmm. probably this one. That's the one. It's hard to make a decision on me. It's hard you it's hard for both of us to make decisions on this list. And I didn't I mean. save my last one as like my big ultimate. It's okay. That's <laughs> my I forgot this was even on my list. Okay. And I was even bragging to Tom about it. Um, do you know who Toots and the Maytals are? No. They're like one of the original reggae. Oh, like, okay. That whole um, like seventies George Clinton Parliament Funkadelic. Nice, nice. Like, All right. Toots is one of the originals. You would love this album, seriously. You actually probably know a bunch of Toots songs. All of you probably know a bunch of Toots <laughs> songs because um, he was around a lot. Um, fifty four, forty six. That's my number. Do you, it's a sublime song. A bunch of people cover it. I think even like System of a Down or some someone random covered it. But I think I'd have to hear it. I'm not recognizing it by that. Oh man. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so Toots has been doing all of this stuff. Like I said, he's been around since like the '60s. He wasn't in Parliament Funkadelic, but like he has been evolving <coughs> in hip hop and reggae like through since the beginning. Yeah. Kind of. He did this album in like the early two thousands. That's called True True Love, and that's also the titles of one of his songs. But the cool thing about this album is he does duets with all sorts of musicians from all different backgrounds. Like No Doubt is on one of his um, songs, and Bootsy Collins, and like the roots and Ben Harper and Keith Richards and Willie Nelson like oh, he just awesome. had all of these he had Eric Clapton and Beck and just like all these great musicians come in and collaborate on his songs yeah. and it is just like one of the most amazing things to listen to because 
you're like watching history go down and and if you know about toots because toots is like the like one of the ogs okay but people don't really know about him but then like you hear some of his songs you're like i know that song funky kingston oh funky kingston (laughs) you probably know that song too because a bunch of people have covered it okay i'll have to listen to that that sounds great it is i think that's why that's my ultimate because it is like a collage meaningful and giving all that giving all that care i love it mine's not that meaningful that's okay I forgot it was even on my list until I turned the page. My final pick is My Girl Rihanna, mm-hmm. Anti, and that's her most recent release. Which it's like two or three years old. a Rihanna album, and I wasn't sure which one was good. And I love Rihanna. What song's on Anti? Anti is her most <coughs> recent one, so it has like Needed Me and Work. Work, 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 work. <laughs> I don't know. But her album before that was fucking great too. Unapologetic. That's what so many of hers. That's Unapologetic what has shine bright like a diamond. Yeah. And then the one before, well, not before that. The one before that was loud, which yeah. had um that great song. That's funny. <laughs> um, that was like really loud. I'm, I'm so glad. I know. That's the joy of the microphone, right? <laughs> um, I'm glad that you did a good rap album because... I had to do a rap album, I, you know? I had six of them My on notable here. one, my most notable one, and I wish I could have fit it on my list, honestly, was the Fuji's The Score. Mm. That's what Tom told me, too. He said that would have been <laughs> It almost made it. It almost made it. I debated back and forth. Do I want Rihanna or do I want the Fugees? But I go back to Rihanna more often. But the Fugees, the score is fucking flawless. The fact that they only put out one album is either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. It's like I either want more or I just like want them to leave it at that because it was so good. And Lauren Hill, man, she's amazing. And her album's amazing, too. It can be notable. But beginning to end, the score. But I didn't even talk that much about my pick, Rihanna. I know. But that album, I loved this one in particular myself because it's the one that had, like, I felt like Rihanna was maturing a little more on this album, but still keeping true to who she is. So, like, she has some songs in between that feel a little more, like, I want to say jazzy, but it's jazz isn't the word I'm looking for. But just a little more, like, moody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad music. Sad music. <laughs> but it's also powerful. Like, needed me. Bitch, you needed me. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> That's the kind of music I like to hear. That's why... A lot of the things on my top list, well, actually, that didn't make it. They're all notable. Uh, but, like, oh, I have so many female singers. Like, this could have been all female singers. Because mm. I just think that they're singing about powerful things sometimes, depending on who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you could probably even do a Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera sing about powerful things. Yeah. 
Somewhat, depending on what you're listening to from them. Hey, but those are also albums that if we're talking about memories and, like, shit, like, that was my childhood. Christina Aguilera was my favorite. Those girls. (laughs) You didn't like them at all? You didn't even like Stripped? Dirty? Oh, yeah, I like Dirty. That was the only one. Sweat into my clothes come off. (laughs) That was the only one. And, um. You didn't like anything from Britney? I liked Mandy more. I actually did like some of I'm missing you like candy. Yeah, I still love seeing Mandy more and stuff. Missing you like candy. Oh my god. I put that on my iPod, or my, like on my music one time, just as a flashback, and then it came up on Shuffle, and I was like, what is this doing? This is so funny. Um, but I did love that first Mandy Moore album so much. Like, mm-hmm. hang on. Okay, notable. Do you want to bring up some more, the rest of your notable albums, Linz? I want to bring back um, The Chronic 2001. Yeah. That the Chronic 2001. I had a really That's hard such a time. good contender. I know. Well, so I had a really hard time because I was like, oh man, Snoop Dogg's going to have a good album. But then all the best Snoop Dogg songs are on the Chronics. (laughs) (laughs) I like the only Snoop Dogg I even like is Doggy Style. I love that album. Me too. But like, I was like looking, I was like, this doesn't have my songs, man. (laughs) Lottie Dottie, we likes to party. We don't cause trouble. And then do you remember, um. I know that song by heart. Well, you may have been too. Paper Trail by T.I. The album is so good. Swagger Like Us. Yes! Swagger Like Us. Swagger Like Us. Swagger, Swagger Like Us. Dude, we sound like M.I.A. right now. <laughs> Dude, that album, Whatever You Like, is still one of my favorite songs. Me too. I never Not got always. sick of it. Every time People, it comes on. All my friends got sick of it. Me and my friends moved our friend Trisha down to... Um, Palm Springs mm-hmm. when we were like 18, 19 years old and that was the that was like one of the biggest hits on the radio and I would make them seek it out on the radio station and so by the time we left Palm Springs they hated that song and I bought the album when we were there and I was like yes, all day <laughs> so that album takes me back to a very desert hot place <laughs> but I love it so I'm good. so we glad you brought like, up that album. We're like rubber, we're talking like rubber band no. bands. Like everyone loves rubber bands. What is it, it? The opening of that album is like Breakfast for the Hell of It. Intro. Never quit. I, I used to know like the whole intro. It's like. I miss that Time album out. so much. Time out like me? No. Oh. Time out like you're trying to find it? Yeah, I'm trying to. I could probably, I think I probably have it on my phone here. <laughs> I think I have that album on my iPod. It's not an iPod. Why do I always say that? We're hiring a life auxiliary. What is that? that- oh, commercial. <laughs> Hold on, I have it right here, Lynn. Yeah. Oh, no. This one. Never have to sell a brick again, must I tell a bitch again? The bullshit I'm addressing, check up on some next level shit. Never been fucked in the game, I'm celibate. Bring it out. 
<laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh, that whole album is so good. I'm going to listen to that one tonight. I know. I that one's really going like on the playlist. Yeah. So there's a notable one for the playlist. Um, for sure. Those were my rap ones. I didn't want to make it seem one-sided, and so those were my rap ones. Well, I had to get something kind of rap on there, and that's why I went with Rihanna. I couldn't pick one Kanye, and I know you don't agree with me, but, like, there's too many good Kanye albums. <laughs> that's what they told me. <laughs> Sorry, I have this disgusted look on my face, okay? And I um, knew you were going to say something like that, too. I knew Tom was going to be like, Kanye, for sure. <laughs> I asked my brother and my coworker about this. I told them that we're like doing this, and I'm like, guys, what do you think is the uh, thing? And he's one guy's like ASAP Rocky. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't listen to ASAP. And then uh, my brother's like, I don't think I can pick just five. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, every Kanye album. He's <laughs> just like, sweet Jesus. I love it. It's so true. Alright, so yeah, Kanye, I mean, I know. I'm know with you, bro, on that way. one, you know. That was silly. Um, two albums that I wanted to add that I didn't put on my list because I didn't think anybody would have ever heard of them um, are two of my favorite albums of all time. I just didn't put them on my list. Okay. Because nobody's <clears throat> this album actually it's called Moonlight City Drive um but the album is basically about people getting murdered in the desert there's like a song called I'm Doing You a Desert Babe and it's just like the progression of this craziness that's happening it's a really good it's a really good album and then my second real one is the Murder Dolls Beyond the album Beyond the Valley of the some, they have a fellow in their band called like Wednesday Thirteen. <laughs> he's he's somebody I didn't I should have asked, should have asked Kenny. But like, they're like people from other bands. Both of these bands are like people from other bands that <coughs> make these other bands and just like come out with an album. I know Dog Fashion Disco was real for a few years, but <clears throat> but I love the Murder Dolls. They have like. She was a teenage zombie, and their their genre is horror punk. I feel like I've heard of them. You probably I have. swear I probably listened to because it's familiar. Like this Wednesday Thirteen, I think he's no. The song bands. sounds familiar. Is it? I mean, maybe you and I have talked about it before. Yeah, that's I what's coming need up. To but listen to the Murder Dolls because the album's awesome. I also feel like I listened to a lot of stuff like that. School too, so I was in a lot of this was in high school. Well, no, that was those are my two. I hope those two make it to the playlist too, so that people can find those bands. If I can find them, I'll put them on the playlist. I don't really care if you put, I mean, you should put like TI there, but like, I don't care about like (laughs) so. So, for my 
notable list, which I already brought up a couple, like Tom Waits and the Fugees. Um, I also have a, a soundtrack. Oh, I forgot my soundtrack. Yeah. What's your soundtrack? You tell me yours after I tell you mine. My soundtrack's Juno. <laughs> of course it is. Because <laughs> it's sad. It's actually not sad. Uh, no, I'm just, it's downer. It's probably not It sad. is not a downer. It's happy. That is a happy album. I, I did a... I, d- I fell asleep halfway through that one again and rewinded it. It hits you differently than it hits me. Juno, that's one of my favorite movies. I, that's what so many people say. I couldn't make it. I didn't make it through The Help either. I've never so. seen it. See? Everyone <laughs> has their things. The Juno? I did. It's right. happy. It Do makes me happy. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, well, half of the album is like Camille Dawson songs, and Camille Dawson is just a, she's actually local, she's from Olympia, Hmm. but, um, she, and she blew up when this album came out. She's also from a band called Moldy Peaches, and I used to listen to this in high school, and then, I think that's another piece of what, like, connected me to Juno, was that these songs had, I was already, like, into the music of the Mm -hmm. movie, and so... Um, so like finally yeah and then Ellen Page she was just so quirky and I thought she was so funny and like cute and then I love Michael Sarah. I've always had like a really big crush on Michael Sarah. I know he's nerdy and I love it (laughs) and then um, yeah that's Juno oh and then the other songs that are on that album there's like some really Random ones, but like Mott the Hoople, All the Young Dudes, the original, and I remember listening to All the Young Dudes from, it was like a cover, and I forgot who sang it, but on the Clueless album, which is another notable soundtrack, and I just thought about it, but um, yeah, anyways, that, Juno's just such a good album, I just think that the, I just love that music so much, it does, it makes me feel good. Um, What was yours? What was your soundtrack? Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's soundtrack. a great one. I actually thought about it. I thought about that one. And I was wondering if you were going to pick it. Yeah. I did. I love it. There's really good songs on it. It's there. so good. And you can just, like, see the movie playing in your mind. Yes. yes. As it goes on. I love yeah. that. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I I really like musicals, and I've always bought the soundtracks, like, immediately after watching the movie. I get to watch the movie again, and mm-hmm. I just get to sing along because that's the best part about the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I completely agree with that. I love musicals. I love it. Um, off topic, but have you seen Rent? Um, the movie. Yes. No, I saw Rent on Broadway. Okay. I, I tried to watch out. the movie the other day. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I didn't need, okay. I turned it off. Dude. I, I was like, I like musicals. I love musicals. <laughs> we went, so I'm from Ohio, and we used to go for spring break. Our choir would go to New York City, and we would go, and we would see Broadway plays, and we would go to the Met. We would get, like, dressed up and go to the Met, and, like, she, our choir teacher would just take, like, 10, 15 of us with her to go to New York City. 
And so one year we went and saw Rent, and I was pretty unhappy about it. But I'm seeing Rent. If, yeah. And, like, Rent was already a thing, right? And so, like, but I'm seeing Rent. Like, okay, probably, like, 30 minutes into it, I was just like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing I've ever... And I got up and I left, and everyone was like, what are you doing? This is magic. And I was like, I... I literally can't sit here, and, like, I don't know what this is. This is just, like, and it wasn't because I was uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it was terrible, and everybody thought it was awesome. And then they made a movie out of it. Like, ten years later, they make a movie out of it. This was in, like, 2004, probably, that I saw that. And yeah. And, like, now they make a movie out of it, and everyone's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, why is this happening again? That's like, so weird. I don't know who thinks this is good. I never watched the movie. I was like, I ended up watching the rest of it. Okay. I ended up watching the rest of the Broadway play, and, like, it didn't get any better, and I didn't like it. But, like, I had to get up and walk around, like, two or three times during it, because it was, like, just painful to sit there for so long. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's my rent experience, and I hate it. And I love, we saw, like, Carmen. We saw Carmen at the Met. The, I think the year before we saw Carmen at the Met because Broadway was on strike or something. So we got to do like a bunch of that fun stuff. That's cool. So Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, I love Little Shop of Horrors. With Joey Fatone and Seymour. That's so awesome. That was so good. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I know. I only That's saw, awesome. my cousins went to um, like an like a art school performance art school in Seattle. And oh, I thought that would be fun. Yeah, they were really into it. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to go so bad. My dad's like, hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we got to go to the place, and, like, they were great. I mean, this isn't just, like, my public high school putting yeah. on Little Shop of Horrors. Like, they were great. And mm-hmm. I will never forget one of the girls that sang, not in, I don't think she was in Little Shop of Horrors, I don't remember, but she sang in another play I saw, but anyways, they were amazing, and mm-hmm. they did Little Shop of Horrors one year, and that was the first time I'd ever seen it. Oh, man. And I grew up watching so it. so good. Well, I was young. Oh. I was young. Oh, This okay. was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, and it was so, so good. I got to see so it live. And it was, no, it was I, a good show. Like, it I wasn't obviously your school. production with Joey Fatone, which I'm sure was a fucking phenomenal, like, not that Joey Fatone made it, but just that it was, like, the bigger production, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like art school, I bet art school is, like, they want those kids to feel the same way about doing what they're doing, too, as if they're doing it on Broadway, Oh, right? yeah. I well, they had some talented kids they in that and everything. did. They did. Absolutely. Anywho, um, I have a couple more notable ones. Modest Mouse. I know you disagree. This is what Lindsay ewed earlier before we got on the podcast. She's never seen them live. But that doesn't affect how much I love them. She doesn't understand that. (laughs) Uh, I think that they have, like, I love all their albums. A lot, a lot. My favorite, I can't pick a favorite, but that's why I didn't put them on the list. But I had to make them <laughs> notable, but Lonesome Crowded West is good. It's just almost pointless to bring it up to you, because you're just like, barf. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like it all. Okay, and then, 
bright eyes. Do you know bright eyes at all? It's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely sad music. Okay. <laughs> but I love it. And I kind of wanted, like, Lifted is one of my favorite albums. It's actually called Lifted and the Story Beneath the Soil. Keep okay. your ear to the ground. <laughs> okay. But you can call it Lifted for short, and that one is, like, my first, the first Bright Eyes album I ever heard, and I was, like, 15, and I love it. Still to this day, it's amazing. It's very different. You would hate it. You would absolutely hate it. It's so sad. So such sad my dad music. used to give me a hard time. He'd be like, why are you listening? He sounds like he's crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. Um, another one from them is I'm Wide Awake, It's, it's Morning. Just, it's sorry. not just you. I've heard it my whole fucking life. Um, I'm wide awake, it's morning, and then noise floor, and I pick noise floor. It's kind of, it's not actually a greatest hits in any way, but it's a compilation of songs that just, like, didn't quite make albums over the Mm. years, but they were songs that we'd already found, like, bootlegged and shit, so he ended up, like, putting together this album, and it's, like, a really nice mixture of all his different albums, because they all kind of have their own different, like, meanings and sounds and whatever. Okay. That was a spiel for the viewers, Lens, not for you. I know, that's why. The listeners. They're not watching us. Someone's watching us. That's why I'm telling you to elaborate. And the last thing I had to make notable is something I discovered this year, and it's SZA, and it's both of her albums. Mm. That one was just so good that we listened to. Mm-hmm. You listened to my SZA album with me? Yeah, I did. Oh, I love it. That 99 cent one. Oh, that's that Santa Gold. Oh. But that's Sorry, good. that one was really good. I was close. You like Santa Gold. I yeah, love, I album love was Santa really Gold. Good. I actually didn't make Santa Gold notable, but I looked over all of her albums, but that's because I love them all from beginning to end as well. And I felt like I didn't want to like talk about all these albums and all these artists that I love from beginning to end cuz I thought maybe we could just do a, like a top artist list next time or mm-hmm. sometime in the future or something. So I didn't want to go too deep, but mm-hmm. Santa Gold SZA. We have all the top lists. All my lists. ladies. All the top lists. Night lens. Catch you later.